Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Ural, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. And I have granddaughter Crow here with me today on the high road. And welcome to High Road to Humanity. Oh, thank you so much. It's an honor to be here with you and with your wonderful listening audience. Well, we're excited you're here. Now, you are Dr. Joy Gray, and you're also Granddaughter Crow. How do I address you properly? Granddaughter Crow all the way. All the way. Okay, cool. All the way. You, but I thought I'd ask you. Hey, you guys, let me tell you a little bit about this lady. She um, is an author. She's a medicine woman. She's a public speaker. She's a teacher. And she's an intuitive reader. Now, she's descended from a long line of spiritual leaders. And she's a member of the Navajo Nation. She was voted Woman of the Year in 2015 by the National Association of Professional Women. Um, If you want to find out more about her, her website is granddaughtercrow.com. And, you know... She's written this book, you guys. It's called Belief, Being, and Beyond. And I told her before the show, she talks about a lot of things in this book. She talks about creation, and she's checked out different religions, which I've done too, which I think is so cool. So we're going to hear her story today, and she's going to give us some um, insight into what the Aborigines think our creation was about what do Christians think and what did the Navajo people think and we're going to look at those different avenues as well as address tarot which is something I've always wanted to address with somebody um, you know other than just a tarot reader reader but somebody who uh, you actually did a lot of research on this so yeah tell your story and I say yatehe and that's hello you guys in Navajo and I'm in New Mexico and that's what we say and that's how I know that um, I'll just preface this with saying your mom was Caucasian, your father was full blood Navajo. Yes. Tell yep. us your story. So, yeah, it's A. So, they call me Granddaughter Crow. I am born to the Bilagana clan for the Ta'achini clan, which means that I am a member of the Navajo Nation as well as Dutch heritage. And I truly am here to inspire, to encourage, to empower you to be your authenticity, whatever that is. And that means that you get to think for yourself, you get to be curious, you get to ask questions, and that leads you to your authenticity. I like to say that um, our curiosity is the internal compass that leads us home to ourself. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. that. That's nice. Mm-hmm. So you grew up, I want to hear your story. You grew up going to a Christian school. Talk yeah. about this. This is important that people need to know how you evolved, if it's okay with you. Absolutely. I'm I'm an open book. And if you buy it, yeah. then I'll literally be an open book, right? It's awesome. So, okay. so my father um, was born in 1932 or right around that time on the Navajo Nation. 
And so if you know your history, you can go back and understand that he was one of the natives that were taken from you know, his homeland and put into a boarding school, into a residential school with a dominant white bodied Christianized thinking individuals. And so he, he, he went through that. Then he went to seminary school where he met my mother. So I was raised actually um, as uh, to, to take on the torch of being a spiritual leader under the Christian faith. Okay. Went to Christian school, the whole nine. And then I started asking some very interesting questions like, this is way before the internet. So I would say things like, um, if God loves everybody, but you can only go to heaven if you know of him, and there's pe people on the other side of the world that don't know of him, and they're going to hell, how is that a loving God? And that was blasphemous in my family. So off on my own road, I went to find my own authenticity and, and looked at everybody's belief systems from comparative religions, like you were saying, Nancy, to the Tarot, to science, to answer the major questions that we have as a human race. Where did we come from? Where did it all begin? Who is our savior? What's my hero look like? What happens when I die? What happens at the end of time? Is there something more? And kind of did a compare and contrast across all of those. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's really interesting that you did this. And, you know, I'd like, if you don't mind, I don't want to give away your whole book or anything like that, but if you wouldn't mind today, if you would tell us the, the stories uh, you know, we have the Christian story, but tell us what the Navajos believe is their creation story. And I'd like to hear the Aborigine too, if you wouldn't mind, if you have. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so one of the things is, is that hum humanity says, where did I come from? And Christian, Christian and Catholicism answers that question by saying that there was a Garden of Eden, etc. You know, Adam and Eve, etc. And yet, then the the Navajo, um, just I want to I want to enlighten your listeners to know that the Navajo language was an oral language passed down. We are very oral culture, and that it hasn't really been written within probably less than 200 years. So you're going to find different iterations of the uh, creation story from the Navajo. And I think that's probably the same with the Aboriginal people. So this is the iteration that I'm aware of. And it basically is like, we move um, from one world and we emerge into the next world and then we have our things there and then we move into the next world. Then we face our things there and we grow and we learn. So it's, it's an evolutionary story, but it really talks about the natural world and how we keep climbing up the mountain or keep climbing up the reed in order to enter the next world. And I love this because the idea is that there is a next world. Right. Yeah. right. And I want to stop you a second. So they believed in the dimensions. Like we're talking about ascending right now. We're in the third. We're going up to the fifth. And so they, t I thought, I just found this fascinating because I don't know enough. And I'm so glad you're here today to educate us. Um, mm -hmm. So they talked about the world, but they also talked about uh, the people in the mountains that came down to help and the separation of man and woman. Would you talk about that a little bit? 
Yeah. So it's, it's another way to say, you know, the, the ascended beings, the angels, you know, deity, the holy ones came down and helped us out and that there was a time of separation between the female and the male, and then they got to merge back together again. So it really is a very organic way of talking about our, 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 our realities. But I also, Nancy, I want to say that, um, Everything in the third dimension, the number four is sacred in the third dimension. We have uh, four fingers and a thumb. We have four directions. We have four seasons. You look into the number four, you have a lot of, there's a lot of things with the number four. And some of the belief system within the Navajo Nation is that the reason why everything is broken down into fours is so that we, when we emerge into four dimension, then we will know how to do the fourth dimension. All right. I have a question. I used to see 1111 and now I see fours all the time. Four, 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 every day, every day, 1144, 1244, 444. Why am I seeing fours? I would say, um, one, your spirit knows, but in my impression, it's because you are building a foundation of something that is going to grow into four, four, which is eight, which is success. And it also means that you are grounded enough because some people are so spiritually minded that they're no earthly good, but that you're bringing it here into this dimension and making it a foundational, strong thing so that you know who you are. And And then when you know who you are, then the people around you are like, ooh, I want to know who I am too. It's like you encourage that. So it's really, for me, it's a foundational thing. And it also tells me that you're about ready to go to the next next level. You're going to level up. Yeah, it's it's as as you're saying this, I am getting chills. So thank you. I I appreciate that because I just have been seeing it over and over and over. And this is not an. I want to say something. This is not an easy time for humanity. This is a very difficult time um, for humanity. This is where we need people like you. This is why we need books like this. So people start to understand. And I'm so glad that you brought this stuff to the forefront because it needs to be brought to the forefront. And I I, want to kind of get into, we've got a couple of minutes left before we go to commercial break. We're doing the podcast again today, you guys. So um, if you want to listen to the podcast, you can hear it on Toginet Radio. You can also hear it on Spotify. I'm on Apple. And um, of course, we're on Binge TV today. But, um, you know, I want to talk more about um, the history. Uh, I want to talk about the history of tarot and what you found out And of course, you didn't talk about the Aborigines yet. So if you want to address that before we go to break. Sure. So really quickly, um, one thing that I found really fascinating with the Aboriginal people is that their stories are attached to the land. And so as they move through the land, their stories unfold and they speak about the stories in the land. And so if you walk with them, you will hear their stories. But if you get into an ATV with them and you're traveling 35, 40 miles per hour, they have to talk really fast because the stories are attached to the land. Oh, my gosh. Now, you know, they hit home with me because I saw land and the Mm -hmm. land is, uh, you know, wow, that's like a whole thing in itself because the land is alive. Yes, it is. And if you look at um, maybe the Red Rocks. Okay. And you, and you stare at them, 
you will start seeing the the Navajo old elders. The faces. Their faces. And if you go to like Hawaii and you see the plush land and then you look at the plush people, aren't we not here? We are a part of the land. We are the land. We are the land. I love it. All right, you guys, we're going to break right now. Her book is Belief being and beyond. It's by granddaughter Crow. This is Nancy Earle. This is High Road to Humanity, and we will be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book a session with Nancy to learn how to tap into your own abilities. Hi, this is Nancy Yerald, and I want to thank all of my listeners for supporting High Road to Humanity. You can listen to High Road to Humanity on TogiNet Internet Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and more. The show is now streaming on Binge TV Networks. Just search for High Road to Humanity. If you guys are interested in a spiritual reading or coaching, visit my website, nancyyerald.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yerald. This is High Road to Humanity. I'm here today with Granddaughter Crow, and we are so blessed to have her here. And she's explaining a lot of things that I've always wanted to know. So her book is Belief Being and Beyond, you guys, uh, if you want to check it out. And it's by Llewellyn, Llewellyn Publishers. Um, so go and go ahead and talk to us some more about the land. Now, I'm just going to say one thing. All This is what I know. I know that when I go to put a piece of land on the market, I physically go out and I stand on it. And I, if it's not a commercial piece, I literally pound the sign in myself and take the picture. Why do I do that? Because it's my energy that gets, feels the land, the land we relate, we somehow connect. And then that's how I sell it. Yeah. That's all I know. Is that that's right? Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's perfect. Because see, I also my second book, um, just to tell you is actually wisdom of the natural world, plants and, you know, spiritual and practical teachings from plants, animals and Mother Earth. So as we talk about the land, that is something that I have very, very much studied. I look at every single day. Um, one time I had a dream that there was this old man and he was a native man and he was holding up his hand and his five fingers straight up. And as I started the panorama, I started kind of moving out and moving out and moving out. And I realized I was looking at a mountain with an old tree. So it's like we come from the land and to the land we shall return. We are a part of nature. So when we began to realize that, then we began to realize that hawk that I just saw probably saw me first and is letting me see it. 
when that tree that you touch actually on one level or another knows that you are touching it. So you are seen by the land, even if you're not seen by other human beings. It sees you, it knows you, you are a part of it, and it just kind of comes back together. So stories go with the land. So when you kind of go with the land, a lot of like the Aboriginal people, even the Navajo, I remember my father, we would go on the reservation, Navajo Reservation in New Mexico, whereas I was born there. And every time we went around, you know, this rock or that landscape, I'd hear him tell me the same story. And the stories are like, they're real, but they're almost like a, a parable because they have lessons within it and appreciation towards the water flow in the land. And so you going to the land and doing that yourself, you are introducing yourself to the land and showing it your intentions, that you are here to find it another steward and that you will find it the right steward. And the land is then you're attached to it. It knows you and you know it. I would even say, Nancy, you should go out there and just like, hello, land. Yeah, hey, land. I am here. This is my intention uh, to see how beautiful you are and to find you the perfect steward. And I am laying down the hammer and let's do this. This is my sign. And it'll just, it'll, it'll move. That's a. I love it. Yeah. Well, I like how you say steward because, you know, people think they own the land. I know. Isn't that funny? And they don't. You're only a steward. You're only here to take care of it while you're here. Yeah. And then you're, and then somebody else will take care of it. Yes. And that's what we're here to do. You know, we've really gotten away from Mother Earth. The female energy is coming back. I ground every day. Sometimes I forget and then I'm like, woohoo, way up there. You know, you can't bring in the light without grounding. And I wanted you to talk about ground. I, I see myself uh, growing roots just like I'm a flower, connecting down to Mother Earth. And I bring her energy up. I bring the light down and her light up. I want you to talk about that. And do you do that too? I bet you do. I absolutely do, Nancy. I absolutely do. I love that you identify with the flower. Um, can I ask before I engage... What type of flower do you see yourself as? Oh, you know, I really never thought about it. Um, <laughs> I just thought I didn't. I just thought more about, and this is the truth. I do a real strong root and then I do little roots all around so that I'm completely in there. And then if I'm a flower, I'm part of her. I so love it. It's not should... kind. It's just that I'm part of her. You yeah. know what I mean? The reason why I ask and you can change your answer tomorrow is because if you start thinking about like today, I'm going to be a rose. Okay. That means that you are going to shine beautifully with a wonderful scent, but oh. that you also have protection thorns around you. Or if you say today, I will be a lily that has then study. What does the lily the, 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 the aspects of the lily have. So that's why I ask uh, today, I'm a sunflower. So today means you're going to track the sun, you know, and you're going to draw on the birds. So I love it. You're awesome. This do you, give, do you give classes? Do people come to you? What do you do? Tell me. Real, I do. Tell the audience so, I know. So really quickly right now, um, I do every Sunday, 
the circle, which starts at uh, 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern time. So in mountain time, it would be noon to one. And I throw down probably about 40, 45 minutes of, of different wisdom, kind of like what I'm talking about now. Right. And um, then we dialogue for about 15, 20 minutes. And then after that, we have a social circle. If you're interested in joining the circle, it's really affordable. And you can find it on my website, www.granddaughtercrow.com. But it. so thank you for that. Um, yeah. What I would say is I actually see myself as a tree. Oh, and the reason why I do that is because then I ground so deeply that I try to touch the center and the core of mother earth and draw that deep energy. And then it comes through my legs and it comes up my spine and then it goes through my hands and then my hands extend all the way up like the branches. Oh, wow. And I reach up into the cosmos and I look for that center of light and I touch that. And then that has a totally different feeling. And I just draw it all the way down and send it to mother earth. And then she responds. And now I'm just like this huge conduit. But the beauty around that is that, yeah. you know, we, just as we have this concept that we are separated from mother earth and the natural world. So we have this concept that we are separated from our spirit and we are not right. We, the, the Eagle, do you think that the Eagle thinks, Oh, I have to go to church on Sunday? No, the Eagle is what it is. And we, we glorify it, make it a spiritual sign and a totem and, and, and look to it for answers as a guide or an angel. And because it just knows its totality as singular, not split apart. Right. Well, and I really feel like we need to connect back with the earth. You know, I tell people to go outside, take off your shoes. The reason I do this, and I want to hear your feel, I'm sure you're the same, but there is energy when you stand barefoot. You know, it's just like the Native Americans used to always go barefoot. I grew up on a farm. I used to always go barefoot. I never wore shoes in the summer. But never realizing until I got older that that thick sole in between your foot and the earth was preventing you from receiving healing energy. And I really feel like our society, well, the world has lost the healing energy of the earth. Can you address that for me? Absolutely. Absolutely. So once again, um, just like you explained, we're putting a boundary between us and the natural world. And yes, you can still receive energy from the natural world if you have shoes on, if you're hiking or something like that. But if you once you're done hiking, if you can take off your shoes and, and touch, feel the, we'll start light, feel what temperature it is mm. and draw that temperature up, smell, use your nose and and know that it's coming from maybe the grass that's around and draw that energy up. Use your five senses at first and then your sixth sense will pop open. But use your five senses. What what temperature is it? Is it rough? Is it soft? You know, ooh, go put your feet in that, that river and that'll awaken you. Oh gosh, if you live in a place that has snow, yeah. try that. You'll appreciate putting your feet down in the summertime after you did that in the winter and you felt the snow, you'll see the differences within the lay of the land, which actually is um, the changing woman. 
The changing woman is a deity of the Navajo nation. And they say that in the winter, she wears a white dress. And in the summer, she wears a green dress. And her hair is like the rain. So basically, she is Mother Earth herself as a female deity. So if you guys want to check out Changing Woman, that will also help you to know that the that the Mother Earth is also seen as our deity and she is our steward as much as we are her steward. Yeah, and we need to connect back with her and back with that female energy. And that's what's been going on. I want to, uh, we've got only a couple minutes, but I want you to start to talk a little bit about, you know, you get into the tarot cards, but you talk about the flood. Can you address that a little bit before we go to break? Absolutely. So yeah. I will even go a little bit more macro. I talk about the creation story with all of those things, you know, different religions and as well as science, as well as what cards in the major arcana of the tarot. Then I talk about the flood and the flood is basically in all major religions as well as science. Mm -hmm. And then I talk about the, the savior or the hero. We all look for a savior or a hero. Even um, the Aboriginal people, we look for what do we want to emulate? Who can show us how to be? And then we all know that, hey, it is the end of time. What happens in, in um, the Christian faith? It is... Um, well, Armageddon in uh, the Norse faith, it is Ragnarok. And so the flood, basically, a lot of times, some religions say that the flood is a punishment because we were living evil lives. But in other religions, in the other religions, it says that the flood is like a baptism for us. So it's really interesting when you take a look at these different things. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll talk more about it when we come back. Her book is Belief, Being, and Beyond, you guys. It's by grand Granddaughter Crow. This is Nancy Earl. This is High Road to Humanity, and we will be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Help me, TogiNet. You're my only hope. I want to start a podcast, but I simply don't have time. How do I take care of the details? Editing? Contacting guests? Where do I put it so that people can listen in? Fear not. The podcasting wizards here at TogiNet can take care of all of the details because we provide full-service podcasting for all of our hosts so that you can focus on your message. We even build you a webpage that you can edit. And we send your podcast out to Spotify and iTunes so that your message is easy to find. Wow, you can do all of that? You've magically cured my anxiety. Where do I sign up? You can find all of our packages on our website, toginet.com. That's T-O-G-I-N-E-T.com. If you would like to talk to one of us, call us at 903-787-5880 or email us at staff at toginetradio.com.
We will be right back on High Road to Humanity. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yearout. This is High Road to Humanity, and I'm here today with Granddaughter Crow, and I have so many questions for her. <laughs> I could talk to her for a couple hours, but um, she is a medicine woman, and um, you are part of the Navajo nation. You do come back to New Mexico, you say sometimes. Oh yeah. I love it. I love it. It definitely is the land of enchantment. It really is. There is a special energy here. I will say that. Now I was asking you on the break and I don't want to spend a ton of time on it because I want to get into the tarot, but you know, I've read a lot about um, the angels who were cast out of heaven, who were the dark angels who didn't want to go along with what God said. And they came down and they mated with humans. And I've read that that's why the flood occurred so that because they say that's where the giants came from. A lot of different things happened. So what do you what do the Navajos and what do the Aborigines say about that? Well, I would say a couple of things. Um, if you literally in the King James Version, I'm not sure it's in Genesis, there is a verse that says the sons of God mated with the daughters of man. And then it goes into Goliath, which is the all of that. And then it goes into the Christian thinking that the flood happened to cleanse the world. And, and there you go. Right. Um, I, I would say that um, within other cultures, um, the floods actually come to as a baptism for us. Um, I don't know. I know that the Navajo have the holy people. Right. And, yeah. and, and I actually come from um, my last, my maiden name is Yazzie. So that's probably very familiar to you guys. If you, if you live in New Mexico, it's a very common name, but Yazzie means little man. But then another part, I think one of my grandfathers comes from the towering tall man clan. So we have very tall people and very short people, but at the end of the day, um, you know, what I would say is that, that, if you need water and water comes, it is a blessing. If you are of a system that believes that we are dirty and sinful and bad, then it comes as a blessing to cleanse us, but it also could be a baptism. Okay, interesting. I like that. All right, now I want to know, tell the audience how you, because in the book, she goes through different tarot cards how did you relate the two with your studies? How did this all come about? And tell us about this. And can you pull some today for us, maybe? Oh, how fun. How yeah, fun. Let's do it. Yeah. So this is what I would say is that I have studied because I um, moved into the world and, and looked at belief systems. I have studied all ancient belief systems, including um, studying the uh, Jewish mysticism and the Kabbalah. Mm -hmm. And so in that studying, I learned that the tarot or tarot, however you want to say it, I say both, um, that those cards actually were symbols that um, gave the Jews 
the ability to hide their mysticism when they went into captivity in, in Egypt. And, and so it goes way back, way, way back. And that the mysticism within each of those, um, we still can find the mysticism within them. And that is where the trail comes from. And so I would be remiss if I didn't, you know, actually add the tarot as a one of the major belief systems. Right. And, and so I do talk about that. I'm probably the only one I, I did my research and but I saw a very similar alignment with certain with the major arcana, those 22 major arcana cards, and how they actually tell the story of the creation of the flood of the savior of the aftertime and what's beyond. And so I find that to be very, very awesome. Okay. So I'm going to pull one, a tarot card for your audience. Okay. And it actually is from Ted Andrews, Animal Speaks. Okay. And it is the um, swords. It is the ace of swords, which is represented by the air, which is the winged ones, which is the woodpecker. And so this basically means take action on what you are dreaming of every day take action on what you want to manifest because just like the woodpecker knocking you're knocking on the door and you are that's the drum beat your heartbeat of your dreams and what you want to manifest and you're actually taking action towards it and then it will open that door for you and blessings to each of you. And then the last one is um, where does that lead you? And it is to the emperor card, which is the number four card, which if you've been listening to this podcast, we're seeing the number four a lot. We're talking fours today. And this is represented by the eagle. And it's just like vision, power, and healing is yours. Take action, vision, power, and healing is yours. Love it. That's beautiful. That's really beautiful. Isn't it? That's fantastic. Yeah. Do you really? No, I enjoy, I pull cards for people, but I don't usually do the tarot. I do, um, I will talk to you a little bit about this. I pull angel cards, but I do have these. Um, and I want to know what you think. I have the faux tarot deck and I have the really cool. Yep. Yeah. Now these are different. How are the, I wanted to ask you, how are these different? These are like, I was told these are like the real McCoy. I should get these. Why are this? And they're, they're scary good. <laughs> and it's taken me a long. These are like really involved. They're not easy to read. So talk to me a little bit about the different cards. Okay. So when you're talking about angel cards or that type of a thing, we're talking about Oracle cards. Okay. So, and when you're talking about the tarot, you're talking about the 78 cards with the minor arcana, the major arcana, and there's so many iterations of that. Mm -hmm. With um, the Thoth, the Thoth cards, Thoth is actually goes back to the Egyptian times. Yeah. And so now we're looking at almost um, that that mysticism 
mysticism, once again, there's a lot of the old uh, Kabbalistic ideas within there. And um, if I'm not mistaken, they probably even have some of the the uh, alphabet of the um, of the, the Hebrew alphabet in there. Oh, okay. So, so if you look in the corners, you'll see that. Let me just see, because I think that that's accurate. I don't know. I can barely see it, but there might be in some of that, because if you think about it, and here's just a side note, there are 22 letters in the major arcana. There okay. are 20... Yep, that's it. There are 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet. There are 22 pathways on the tree of life. What? So why do they? Okay, so this is crazy. So I'm just going to ask you, why do people and especially I, I've noticed it seems like the Jewish religion and the Christian religion go against Tarot so much. If it's that, if that is their magic, if that is their basis, if that is the way they do their divination, is it just to throw us off? So I would say there's a difference between Jewish mysticism and practicing Jew. Got it. And I would also say that, um, the reason why I think that religions that have this idea that you are not allowed to question, you're not allowed to ask questions of their text, you're not allowed to think for yourself, you need to become sheeple, and that type of a thing. That's, that's, that's a lot around that. I mean, I'm not saying that that's good or bad. It's just like, that's part of their doctrine. Yes, control. it's a control thing. It's it's a control thing. So what happens when you pick up a tarot deck, you start asking questions and thinking for yourself, that's outside of the control. So uh, okay. that's what I think. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I just, you know, and it's like people are afraid of it. And so they made it, it's almost like, you know, everybody drinks, but they made uh, smoking marijuana bad. Yeah, right. it's, the, it's the opposite. And, it's, mm -hmm. and I feel that way about the Tarot. I feel like it's really gotten a bad rap. Yeah, because, it's been, yeah, it's been real because really it's magical. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, for the most part, the cards that I work with um, are the animal cards where you can just pull an animal. So whatever deck you guys find that speaks to you that you are comfortable with yeah. work, work with that but basically what is going on is that you are allowing spirit to talk to you on a physical emotional and mental level yes, yes. yep yes it's communication between you and spirit so that like because like I'll do the cards and say okay god what do I need to know today and it'll fly out like this morning yep and it flew out what I needed to know. So we got one minute or two minutes. Do one for High Road to Humanity. Ooh, pull some cards for that. Yeah, for the show. This okay. is my baby. This show has got to get out to the world. We have to teach people all these things that you are, your stories and all of these things that all, everybody comes on the show to teach humanity. If they just watch, do you know how much they'd learn, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
Absolutely. It means, Absolutely. It means the world because this is what I feel, just like you feel probably in your gut that we're here to help humanity at this time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because we are losing our way um, because we are forgetting who we actually are. And that's why I'm here to like gently remind you of, hey, who are you? So in the last few moments, I will say the first card that I brought um, for your show is illumination. It is spread your wings and let the spirit take you. And it, and it literally says divine communication, spiritual knowing, which is that claircognizance, and inner light. And then the animal that I pulled is actually, you know, the opposite of a soaring eagle. And it's actually the badger, which means the healer, the one that gets down to the root of things. So that is the beauty <laughs> around it, is that you, if you could visualize this show as something that soars like an eagle but digs into the root just like that flower and tree game on that's what you bring i love it oh god bless you thank you so much all right guys we're coming back here in a minute we're doing the podcast today so if you want to listen to us on the podcast you can or you can just watch us here on binge television i'm here with granddaughter crow her book is belief being and beyond this is high road to humanity we'll be right back Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30 minutes coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Do you feel like something is missing in your life? Do you feel lost or alone? Do the things you buy for yourself lose their luster quickly? Are you searching for fulfillment within your heart and soul? What if you were given the ability to change your life for the better? To create what you want for yourself? What if I told you you have the ability to tap into the universal energy to design the life you desire? This was my discovery many years ago. As a businesswoman and a single mom, I had no choice but to pay attention to what the universe was revealing to me. And I learned how to use it for my benefit. When you wake up and pay attention to the messages that the universe is showing you, your life will change for the better. Because we all hold the ability to tap into the universal energy to enhance our love life, our career, our finances, anything you wish. This energy was created for our use and it's free. Now, I'm excited to share this information with you in my book, Wake Up. The universe is speaking to you. It's available to you on my website at www.nancyyearout.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T.com, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And thanks for picking up my book. And may the energy of the universe bless you. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yarrow, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, 
you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yearout. This is High Road to Humanity. I'm back here today with granddaughter Crow. I'm so glad you joined me. What a cool lady you are. And thanks for doing this work. I just commend you on this because um, people need this stuff. I think as people wake up, they need to read this stuff. They need to understand, watch the shows, hear the messages. Um, you know, I mentioned to you on the break, there's a lot going on with humanity. I turn on the TV. I, I like to be aware, but I don't want to be bogged down by it. A lot of killings, a lot of uh, people just going into the store and taking what they want. Yeah. Yeah. So what I have seen is that there is some sort of um, concept of division mm -hmm. and anger. And that's why I preach about let's all come together. Let's come together. Let's remember that we are, even if we believe totally opposite things, if we sit in circle and you're sitting on the opposite side of the circle and there's a coin in the middle of the circle, I will tell you what I see on the coin. You will tell me what you see on the coin. Now we both get to see the whole coin. So one of the things that I really from a, a macro point of view, I'm seeing division and I'm seeing people getting angry at other people because of what side of the aisle they fall on or because they want something. There's this energy. So basically last night, and now I know why I had this dream. Last night I had a dream that I walked into a house and it flipped over. The house was completely upside down. And, but my hair was like still hanging down. I wasn't upside down. Like my hair wasn't hanging above me. My hair was hanging down, but I was in an upside down place. And I got this kind of like euphoria. And I was like, ah, oh, a little bit like, um, I, I didn't know what was going on. And, and I didn't know which way was right, which way was up. Which way was up. Yeah. 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 And then, and then a lady came to me and she goes, if you know who you are, you will always know that you are standing straight up. If you are your authenticity, no matter what the world looks like, even if it goes upside down on you, you know that you're standing straight up. So know yourself. And that's what it is, is that we need to ask questions. We need to be curious. We need to come back home to our authenticity, the thing that God created us to be. Right? Right. right. Know thyself. And that's an, and, and that's something that I, man, that's it right there. 
It's connect to God, connect to higher power. You can call it whatever you want, source, and know thyself. Because all the stuff that's going on around us doesn't mean anything. It's who am I on the inside? And am I connected to my creator? Yep. And then when you, if we get enough people doing that, then we will all realize that we all want the same thing. Yeah. We all want this. We all want health and well-being. We want prosperity. We want homes for people. We want all of this. And then that other energy of this irritation will start falling away. So that's kind of the formula that I see is that if you know thyself, just like you said, connect with source, you are authentic. We get enough people like that. Then we will realize why are we fighting this raise the vibration. yeah that's how we raise the vibration now i'm curious as you're speaking uh what do the navajo people say about these times and what do you know what do your elders say about these times and what do they say about the ets the extraterrestrials that are all around us and you know what do they say about this stuff so um navajos tend to be very um they, they don't share a lot. Okay. They don't share a lot. Um, Lakotas share a lot. The Lakota Sioux, they share a lot. So I learned, I have elders that are Lakota Sioux that I look up to. And they say that, the and, and I do know that the Navajo people talk about the holy people coming from the sky, the ones that come and stand on the, on the clouds. But I cannot speak on behalf of any other First Nation. I can tell you what I, what I know and what I've seen, that it is the same thing. And um, that there is like, if you go, that there are the sky people that come down. And sometimes you will see them as uh the the aliens you know and and the connection between that and how they are telepathic and things like that so then i would also say beyond the, the first nation what i want your audience to settle into where they're sitting inhale through the nose a few times hold your breath for a few moments exhale through the mouth do that a couple more times kind of relax into your being into your own knowing and then i will ask you are you really surprised that we are here or didn't you know something was coming and now we know what it looks like We knew, we knew, yeah, all of us, all of us know. And, and it's like, I knew that something big was coming and I didn't know what it would look like, but I knew that I I'm here because of whatever big is coming that I'm supposed to help the people to not lose sight of who they are and to remain in balance with themselves and with their life. Yes. It's a balance. Yes. It's a balance. And my balance may look different than your balance. So you find your own balance and then you can move in this world. If you journal and if you have been journaling for, let's say, about three or four years, go take a look at your journals in 2019. You're saying stuff like there's something coming. The world has to change. Yeah. And now here it is. Now, do you see us ascending? Because I see us ascending. Do you, do you feel that we will... Do you believe in the ascension? Because I wholeheartedly believe in the ascension. Do you believe that we will ascend? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, and what that looks like, I believe, starts with consciousness. Right. And, and ascending consciously. And of course, you know, as a member of the Navajo Nation, that was the whole creation story was a continuous ascension, right? A continuous ascension. What does that look like in action? Well, I'm going to let each of your listeners put their own ideas around it. But at the end of the day, for me, it is a vibration, a conscious vibration of energy and that we shift and we, we flow into whatever the next reality is. But that at the end of the day, there is a tomorrow, there is beyond the end, there is a circle that we live in, and that is addressed in my book as well. The beauty around the book is that the subtitle is that you can, your journey to deconstructing or um, ideas and thoughts and all of this and healing from harmful belief systems. And I'm not just talking about a religious belief system. I'm talking about a belief system like, oh, I'm not enough. Oh, I'm too much this. Oh, you know, if you look into the natural world, that's, I've never found another organism on the face of this earth that thinks that it's not worthy. Of yeah. yeah. And I'm going to, I'm going to say something and I hope you don't mind. And me Please. saying this, you know, I want people to know that your story hit home with me because I, I had to walk away from my family completely. I am on my own and you did the same thing. And I just wanted to bring that out. And the reason I'm bringing it up is because there are so many people out there that are in the same position that we are and that you were and that I was. And I just want you to look at you and look at what you've accomplished. And the reason I bring it up is not a negative, you guys. A lot of times we think, oh, we have to, oh, they're my family. Oh, well, we have to love them and we have to accept them. No, you don't. And I really want to bring this out because that's something that really hit home with me about your story. You became your true authentic self. You went back to what you felt in your heart and soul that was the most important and look what you've achieved. And I want people to know that you can do this. Yes. I've had to do it. It's hard. It's yeah. not easy, but it makes being your own self, being true to yourself, not getting away from the programming, just like you said, getting away from all of that, you know, just using your own thoughts. I just think it just means so much. And so I wanted to commend you on that because it's a hard road to walk. Yes. And I, and I appreciate you bringing that up, Nancy, because if you um, are struggling in a situation like that, in my book, I do talk about my life path and how I had to move through those times and, and where I ended up and that there's beyond that. I will also say that there is an old saying, blood is thicker than water. But in truth, that is not the complete saying. The complete saying is the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. The blood of the covenant and the covenant that like even you and I are making right now or, or we're making with your, your listeners, this is our covenant. These are our loyal people. The blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. Wow. And they twisted that too, huh? Yes. 
Wow. I've never heard that. Thank you so much. For Google it. Google it. Google it's it. crazy. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad we talked about this today. All right. So you have other books. Is there, you showed me a book. Did something come out after this that I'm not? No, 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 no. So my first, my first book, you can find them all on granddaughtercrow.com. All right. Before we get out of here so people can see all your stuff. Yeah. So my first book, self-published, The Journey of the Soul, Path of a Medicine Person. This one helps us to understand that through the dark night of the soul is where we earn some of our greatest medicine, our greatest wisdom. Wow. The This book was the first book that I published under Llewellyn Worldwide, and it's called Wisdom of the Natural World. And it's basically spiritual and practical teachings from plants, animals, and Mother Earth. This one gonna, came out yeah, in I'm gonna 2021. I'm going to have to have you come back for that one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, this one won the gold medal under shamanism and paganism from the Coalition of Visionary Resources. This one won the gold Wow. So this is, this is, and I have a, I'm starting a whole movement around this. Okay. Definitely. And then, and then finally, this one came out this year, Belief Being and Beyond. And I'm working on another one What's that basically is, is about um, identifying the internal story, the internal narrative that we keep telling ourselves individually and finding out where it came from. And then if you want to change that to align with your um, authentic, manifested, intentional life now and moving forward, how to do that. I love it. I love it. Uh, affirmations, affirmations. <laughs> I'm a big affirmation queen. I'm so glad you came on. It was such a pleasure to meet you. You guys, her book is Belief Being and Beyond. We got to get out of here for today, but thanks for coming on. I hope you'll come back. This is Nancy Yerout. If you want an angel reading, go to my website, nancyyerout.com, and you can book your date and time. Everybody have a terrific week and God bless. Please join me next time on The High Road with stories full of love and hope for our future. You can find High Road to Humanity on TogiNet Radio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and now watch The High Road on Binge TV Networks. My channel is High Road to Humanity. Have a blessed week and know by staying on The High Road, you will make it to your destination. For a psychic empath reading, visit my website, nancyyourout.com, to book your date and time with me. I will deliver your messages from the angels and God bless.